Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. All right, thanks for staying with us on Hot Business. It's nearly the end of the show, which means it's time to take a look at what's moving the markets locally and internationally. Just before we get into the chat, let's see what happened at the JSC at the closing bell. The Osho index up around 1.5% at 74,403. The Rand trading at 18 Rand 80 to the dollar, 24 Rand and 1 cents to the pound sterling, and 20 Rand and 54 cents to the euro. When we look at Bitcoin, that's around 39,959 dollars. Commodities, gold at $2,032 an ounce, platinum at $907 an ounce, and a barrel of burn crude oil at $81.71. Let's take a broader look at what's moving the markets locally and internationally, though. I'm joined by Bastian Teichleber. He's the Executive Director and CIO at Prescient Investment Management. Bastian, thanks so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. Good to have you back on the show. Let's go to equity markets globally. They showed like quite a high degree of dispersion last year and the years before. Before we get into this, just give us an understanding on how you segregate the different equity markets. Yeah, great to be back. Um, yeah, there's many different ways to segregate equity markets. Um, generally, just to give you an idea, you can segregate markets by just the sheer size of market cap. So you get very large markets, very small markets, and mid-sized markets. You could segregate them by the sector dominance. So are markets very tech-driven? Are markets more manufacturing-driven? Some markets more commodity-driven, like in South Africa. Some markets more service-driven. Um, you could even segregate markets by factor exposure. So are markets more value-driven, more growth-driven, more quality-driven, more momentum-driven? We prefer to go with a quite traditional approach. So we are basically segregating markets into developed markets, broad emerging markets, frontier markets, and then the JSE, given our local presence in South Africa, we give the JSE basically its own category. Okay, so I guess you speaking about something that I wanted to chat about, which is the the US, China, and South Africa, there's very different markets. What are Structurally, what are those differences? Yeah, good point. I mean, we often use the United States as the biggest market in the developed world, China as the biggest market in the emerging world, and then South Africa as its own category. And that is a good example to make it more tangible to speak about those regions directly. And as you rightly said, um, they are very different. So just, just to look into it, and the United States, that's the largest stock market in the world, the most liquid stock market in the world, the biggest exchanges in the world, like the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ. And we've got a wide array of companies out of diverse sectors, different industries. So it's almost like the, the investor's dream, if you may put it like that, because you, you get everything you need and everything is so perfect, also well-regulated, et cetera, et cetera. But that obviously comes at the price. It's very often a very overvalued market. If we take one step into the emerging world, to look at Chinese markets. Okay, so the China equity market um, dominated by the exchanges in Shanghai and Shenzhen, they are quite large. They have enjoyed rapid growth, but they are still considered emerging. So what that means, there is a high level of government involvement still. There's a lot of restrictions. There's a lot of foreign investments happening, but also uh, that goes two ways. Also a lot of foreign outflows right now. And then a lot of regulatory um, yeah, changes and challenges. And and that's what basically characterizes um, the emerging world around China. And last but not least, we've got the South African equity market. Um, obviously, very small stock market compared to the US or to China, but actually from a regulatory point of view, very well regulated, very good banking sector, very strong exchange. And with that, the South African stock exchange actually plays a crucial role as a gateway to Africa. 
And um, that's interesting, interesting for investors and interesting also for us as a local investor as well. Um, our markets are classified through being very commodity driven and, and also driven by this, the um, uh, banking sector, which is quite large and advanced, mm -hmm. but, but an interesting market, yeah. Okay, so we're still in January. It feels like we've been in January for like five months now. It needs to wrap up. But what we're doing on Hot Business is taking a look at past performance and also looking to the future. So how did those markets that you've talked about, the US, China, and South African ones, perform over the last year? And I'm talking about on a relative basis and an absolute one as well. Yeah, that's a good question. We, as, as mentioned in the intro, I mean, you rightly said it, there was a large dispersion. So just to shed a little bit more light on that, um, in 2023, the US stock market, in fact, was the strongest performing one. If we use a broad-based index of the S&P 500, that was up 26.1%, which which is quite, quite a lot. Um, China was deeply negative, so <laughs> massive contrast there. And the JSE was with a 9% positive return, kind of in the middle there. So as you said, on, on a relative basis, stock outperformance from the US, strong underperformance of out of China and, and then the JSE somewhere in between. Okay, I'll hold you to that maybe when I speak to you uh, much later. Bastian Tehriba, the Executive Director and CIO at Prison Investment Management. Thanks so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. All right. That's where we leave it for Hot Business for tonight. Carolyn Stain coming up at the top of the hour. If you're listening to us on your classic dial radio, if you're listening to us on DSTV channel 822, the best of old school and R&B, thanks so much for being with us. Good evening. Hot 1027 Business with Enzinger.